Hello, everybody. Welcome to iBug Buzz, episode number 594 for Monday, July 31st, 2023. My name is Pete Lane, and I'll be hosting your iBug Buzz tonight along with the one and only Ladybug herself, Sandhya Rao. Take a bow, Sandhya. There we go. The iBug Buzz is a weekly forum intended for folks who have questions regarding their iOS devices. These could include an iPhone, an iPad, an iPod Touch, if you happen to be hanging on to one of those, uh, as well as Apple TV and the Apple Watch. We focus our questions primarily on the accessibility features of these devices, and most particularly the voiceover screen reader. I want to welcome everybody who's joining us live tonight on our Zoom platform, but also to all of you who may be joining us later via a recorded playback on any one of our podcast platforms or on YouTube. As we do initially in all of these iBug Buzz events, we start off with our co-host Sandhya sharing some notifications and announcements of upcoming iBug Buzz, I'm sorry, of upcoming iBug features. So with that, Sandhya, I'll hand the microphone over to you. All right. Thank you, Pete. It's going to be an exciting week. Yes. Uh, so the next two hours, like Pete said, is the iBug Buzz at the midpoint. We'll have the big reveal for our movie. So stick around for that and some crazy clues and maybe prizes if anybody guesses correctly. So come and check that out at the midpoint. All time central and everything on Zoom unless specified. Otherwise, tomorrow is the uh, so tomorrow is the mini the Mac Buzz on uh, on Clubhouse from five to six. So please join us for that with any questions on your Mac. Wednesday we're off. Thursdays I'm a Trekkie talk. And we're going to be discussing the Star Trek Next Generation Season 6 Episodes 22 and 23. Then the movie, like I said, will be at 8 p.m. Central Social Time at 7.30. Discussion and trivia to follow after the movie. So that's what's happening this week. We, oh, 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 sorry, sorry. We have one more event on Saturday. It's iBug Unplugged. It's always the first Saturday of the month, and it is called Odds and Ends. Now, I have no idea what that means. I tried to find out, and I got a very evasive answer. So we will figure that out. That'll be at 8 p.m. on Saturday. Come and figure it out with me. Uh, we would, uh, for our social media, we have a website is ibugtoday.org. That is the best place to get all the information of what we do, when we do it, and how we do it. Uh, on that website, you can register and then you can get notified of upcoming events. So the new month is starting tomorrow. So we will all be getting a handy dandy uh, compilation of everything that's going to be happening this month. And you can navigate by heading. So it'll make it very convenient. And then you can figure out what you want to come to. And we hope that you'll come to all of our 21 events. Okay. 
then what happens? We have another, uh, we have some more social media. Uh, it's called X. <laughs> and I guess we've all heard this was, this is formerly known as Twitter. So I guess that makes our Herbie an X master. I don't know. We'll have to talk about that. Sounds kind of exciting. Ha, got it. Exciting. Uh, X factor. <laughs> I better stop while I'm ahead. <laughs> Facebook.com slash group slash iBug today, Instagram, and you can listen to all of our training podcasts on the website and YouTube and your favorite podcasting app. So that is what's coming up. And I will hand it back to Pete. Pete, there you go. Thank you, ma'am. Very much appreciated. Uh, just while we're on the topic, the compilation email that Sandia referred to a couple of minutes ago about um, all of the upcoming events in the month of August also has the Zoom link to which you can uh, go to any of those iBug events that they're all using the same Zoom link for uh, access to the event. So if you want to keep that email handy, keep it in your inbox or maybe in your drafts, then you can go quickly if you're scrambling at the last minute on a Monday night to find the link to get into the iBug Buzz event. So just a thought. At this point in the call, let's uh, take a moment and hit your mute button and go unmuted. And I'd like to go around and ask everybody to identify themselves, give us your name, your location, the city you're calling from, and tell us whether or not you're new to iBug or to the iBug Buzz event. So I'll get us started. My name is Pete Lane, and I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. And that's the one and only Julie from Houston. Thank you, Julie. This is Herbie, your X-Master in Houston. There we go. The X-Man. Thank you. Jacob from Michigan. I got Bridget from Atlanta and Jacob from Michigan. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Pat from Ohio. Welcome aboard, Pat. Good to hear you again. Thank you. Ed from Georgetown. Hi, Ed. Hi. Karen from Philly. Howdy, Philly. This is Dee from Southern Illinois. Hey, Dee. Welcome aboard. Yo. Thank you. This is Ned from Texas. Welcome, Ned. Thank you. Gary in Texas. Hey, Gary. Welcome. Janet in Colorado. Hey, Janet. This is Brad in North Texas. There we go. Bradford, welcome in. Ladon from, from, excuse me. Ladon from Garland, Texas. Welcome in, Ladon. Gloria from Houston. Gloria from Houston. Sorry, Gloria. Welcome aboard. Not a problem. Thank you. Simone from Philly. Uh, welcome, Amal. No, Simone. <laughs> really. I'm sorry. That's okay. That tinnitus is playing havoc with my uh, ears. It's okay. Thank you. Hi. Who from Houston? Oops. Who from Houston, David? Suba. 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 Hey. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Sonia. You're good. Who okay. else did we have? Um, this is Nancy Kate in Tucson, Arizona. It's too hot. And I am a first time here. I'm impressed with the amount of people and excited. So, oh, well, it's great to have you in here, Nancy Kate. How did you find out about iBug? 
I was trying to think of that earlier because um, I'm a big social media buff. Though I'm like, okay, how did I find out about this? I have Usher syndrome. And so I have dual sensory loss. And um, it probably was somewhere along that. But I'm a big math fan as well. So um, between those things, I'm just glad I found you. Well, yeah. Well, we're glad you did too. What kind of eye devices or Apple devices do you use? How about that? I will soon have a 14 phone landing soon in Tucson from the program. There we go. Well, again, it's great to have you in. Thank you. Thank you. Who else is with us? This is Marie. I got Marie. Hey, Marie. Who else? Desi in Franklin, Franklin, Tennessee. Hey, Desi. Hey, Liz from Fort Worth. Hi, Liz. Welcome aboard. Brian from North Bay, Ontario. Brian, welcome in. Helene from Woodstock, New York. Hey, Helene. How are you? Good. Thank you. Good. Linda from Mumble. Hi, Linda. Hi. This is Greg in Texas, and I wanted to send a shout out to Simone, who just started our mentoring program last week. And she lucked out and got you as her mentor. Is that true? Hey. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you, Greg. Appreciate it. Welcome in. We'll see if that's really true. (laughs) Oh, I know it will be. Guaranteed. Thanks, Greg. Who else is Jody, Jody in New Hi, Hampshire. Jody. Hi, Jody in Hi, New Hampshire. Sandia in Houston. Hey, Sandia. Welcome. We're doing introductions from anyone who just joined. I heard a couple of folks join in the last uh, 10 or 15 seconds. Do you want to say hi and introduce yourselves? Jerry. Hey, Alberta. Jerry. Hey, Alberta. Jerry in Alberta. <laughs> That's me. Or is it Alberta and Jerry? No. <laughs> uh, nope. Nope. <laughs> Who else joined us? Anyone else want to say hi? Well, without anyone else, why don't we go ahead and get going right on the substance of tonight's event? Uh, again, the rules are basically just say your name, wait to be recognized, and uh, then proceed with your question, and we will take it from there. So who has a question? Jerry. Yes, Jerry. Uh, I believe it was Helene that was talking about it last week with VoiceOver uh, having issues with it stopping to talk, but... I did the latest update, and since I did the latest update, I've only noticed this happening in the Mail app. That is the native Mail app on iPhone 14 Pro. When I'm in there and delete a message or do anything, uh, VoiceOver will totally freeze. I can flick right. I can flick left. I will not hear it. Like it, it doesn't just stop talking and I can hear the flick. It totally freezes. I cannot use the app switcher. If I try to use it, like I will not feel the haptic feedback when you go halfway up the screen to go to the home screen from the bottom. 
-hmm. or all the way up to go to the app switcher. I have to lock my phone, unlock it, lock it, and it's just driving me nuts. Mm-hmm, I would imagine. And it's happening every time you do something in the mail app. Not not every time. Every no. time, but frequently. Not every time, frequently. Mm-hmm. I just spoke to Apple. I did a diagnostic check, but they can't find nothing. My goodness. Anyone else experiencing this precise problem? Besides me? <laughs> I have had, uh, uh, Jerry, since you updated, I too just updated, uh, and it's happened to me once, but I have to uh, be honest, I don't remember which app I was in. I also found that if I wait, I don't know, 15, 20 seconds, uh, you'll hear voiceover just pop back on, but that's apparently not happening with you. So, It's Marie. It's also... Okay, Marie. Yeah. What do you got? I was just going to say, since I did the update, I have had it happen one time. And strangely enough, I was not doing anything on the phone, but I had a text message came come in and the the text alert was different from my others. And it temporarily knocked out voiceover. However, I locked and unlocked the screen a couple of times and it did come back rather quickly. And that's the only time it's happened since the update. Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. I it's also since I did the update, I'm noticing it that a lot. I I had it before too, where focus jumps. Mm-hmm. But in the WhatsApp app, I'm in a chat. So say there's six hundred messages. I'll go all the way to the bottom and start flicking left to go to the first unheard message. But mm-hmm. it'll go to the last two. And then it'll jump to the top, all the way to the top of the, like where the, the number uh, of waiting messages and all that. Yeah. And I go to the bottom again, like I did it several times. It fired the host, he muted me. Yeah. Uh, again, anybody having similar problems to those that are, that Jerry is describing? Gary? Yes, Gary. Now, I have not uh, had this problem since I updated to the last, uh, what, 16.6. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did have it earlier, uh, and I changed uh, from Alex to Samantha, and that seemed to clear that up. Um, I am using the original. Yeah, okay, so it's not really, yeah, so it's not really going to work. I don't know uh, why that changed, but I haven't had it, and I've been using Samantha now for a couple weeks, so uh, I was going to suggest maybe changing synthesizers, but Mm -hmm. that may or may not work. And you say you're using Samantha also, Jim? Yeah. Yes, I am. The original, yeah. I'm using the original. Because I was using Alex at first, and then I switched it. Uh, but that was before the update, and I haven't switched back to see if it'll do it again. Right, yeah. with Alex, yeah. Since it's I'm at a loss. I'm a, sounds like we're coming up empty here, Jerry. Um, I have had success in the past, now not recently, but uh, 
triple clicking the side button or if you have a phone with a home button, turning voiceover off and then waiting about five, ten seconds and then turning it back on. And that brings it back. Uh, I haven't tried that in the last since the last update, though. It may be a little bit less burdensome than you know, powering it off or whatever you've been doing to fix it. I've, I've <laughs> tried doing that too, turning no it off. I was over turning it back on, no luck. This is Ladon. Okay, Ladon, last I comment. have no answer for that at all. But I would do a wild guess. Try a three-finger double tap and see, you know. Mm-hmm. To turn speech back on. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing that Jerry's tried. It sounds like he's yeah, tried. Yeah, it's it's exhaustive. That's we can we'll go on, but it's not that either because I can't even hear the flicks if I flick left yeah. or right. Right. Well, yeah. sorry, Jerry, right. we're coming Thank up you. empty, but yeah, I think you half expected that. Who else yeah. has got a fresh question for us? Simone. Hey, Simone, what you got? Okay, so I am new to voiceover. So mm-hmm. some of my questions might be, you know, basically. That's, that's fine. <laughs> that's um, fine. But a few things that I've noticed. So when I ask Siri for the time, I'm noticing that voiceover would go and repeat what she says. Is there a way to, <laughs> to not have that happen or is that just something that's going to happen? Like she'll say it's 1.52 p.m. And he'll say it's 1.52 p.m. Is that just something I'm going to have to deal with? <laughs> Or is there a way that I can kind of not have that happen? Is it a different voice? Are you clearly hearing voiceover, which is different than the Siri response voice? Or are they saying? Clearly two different, because I have different voiceover. Voices. I don't remember the names mm-hmm. off the top of my head, but my Siri is a female and my voiceover right. is a male. So you can tell the difference. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Unless you're inadvertently hitting it, uh, swiping your screen and it's reading, you know, that because when Siri answers you, it, it will generally give you the answer on the screen in a written format as well. So maybe you're inadvertently swiping and it's catching that text on the screen and that's where you're getting the second voice from voiceover. Other than that, I don't know. Does anybody have a similar problem? This uh-huh. is Ned. Uh-huh. Go ahead, Ned. Yes. Whenever I ask uh, S-I-R-I, uh, like, do I have a notification? She'll say one new notification, reads it to me, and then when she shuts off, she gives me the time. And so when I ask her the time, when it shuts off, she'll uh, voiceover also gives me the time. So I, I just think that's the way it works. It always gives me the time whenever I'm finished using SIRI. Okay. You know what I'm thinking? Um, because I was using it visually. When you do ask her any question, it does pop up on the screen, like visually. So I was thinking that maybe that's what it is, because I'm not touching the screen. Mm -hmm. It's more so like the phone is, I might be walking around or whatever, and I might just say, hey, you know, what time is it? And she'll say it, and then we'll repeat it. So I'm not necessarily touching the screen, but that's what I was thinking is because what you said, it's popping up on the screen visually. Yeah. And you but think I it's just sure. reading that automatically. Yeah. Yeah. I just wasn't sure because I said, wow, I don't need a repeat, you know, but no. I just figured that might be a glitch, you know, not a glitch, but a um, default. I just have to yeah. accept it. Could be. It's Could Kathy. Be. Hey, Kathy, what you got? Hi. Well, you know how Siri will always kind of be monitoring a part of your screen? Could it be that? 
the place on the screen where the time shows up is exactly where series kind of or the voiceover is is monitoring so that every time you get the time she's reading it once because series reading it and then she's reading it because it's I'm not sure during the day when you're walking around with your phone I don't know what where the time well I guess the time would be on the top left so maybe yep up in your status you know, if you bar could, mm-hmm. you could try like try hitting the bottom bottom left and then ask Siri to tell you the time and see if it if it will still do it twice yeah move your focus out of the status bar which is across the top of the screen Oh, okay. Just a thought. I don't know. Strange things happen sometimes, Simone. Just try mm-hmm. different uh, remedies. Maybe you'll come across one that eliminates it altogether. Okay. Thank you. Okay. You're certainly welcome. This is Ed. Go ahead, Ed. Um, she could go into the settings in Siri so it doesn't print what Siri says on the screen. And if it's not printed on the screen, then voiceover is not going to read it, I believe. Ah. I'm trying to think if that's possible. I know you can set your settings, your series settings to always display. I think I'm not sure how it reads. I'd have to look at that setting. Yeah, you can set it so it always display what Siri says. Mm-hmm. So you can turn that on and off. I believe. I don't think I have it on my screen. Because I'm totally blind, so I don't need it. Mm-hmm. Pat, what do you have for us? I have that sometimes Siri answers with a link that you need to tap on. So if you do have the capability of turning it off, I don't know where she would give you an answer at. Any other this thoughts? is Greg. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah, just be grateful she's not saying I found this on a website. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Go to this link for uh, the current time. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Thanks, Greg. Yeah, who's got another fresh question? Who has one that will not stump us all? Nancy Kate. Hey, Nancy Kate. <laughs> I have been trying to thank you. I've been trying to um, advocate through iCantonet for Apple Watch um, for many reasons, but I'm not having any luck. Um, So I'm I'm trying to put together, and I think it would. I know why I think I need it, but maybe others could share how it helps them. Um, part of it is for me for notifications because I am hearing impaired and don't mm-hmm. always have my hearing aids in to have that tactile um, reminder. Mm-hmm. Do you get the vibration on the watch? Is that what uh, works for you with I, the watch on the notification? I, I don't know, but I, I'm told that it vibrates. So I haven't been, I have to get it through that I can't connect. Um, it's just, you know, financially, I need to do that. But Who wants, who I'll hand it off to anyone else. You might have uh, good reasons for Nancy Kate to consider the Apple watch other than uh, adding to her notification. Uh, It's Marie. Yeah, Marie. 
If you're hearing impaired, of course, I know if you get through I Can Connect, because I've worked with some people that got equipment through I Can Connect. And the problem with using your watch for notifications, you know, the volume on the watch is not nearly <clears throat> as, not as loud. You can get more volume on your phone than you can on the watch. So if it's for hearing notifications, I'm not sure that that's your best option. Yeah, this would be actually when it vibrates because I, you know, um, my phone vibrates, but I would have to have it attached to me, which that's yeah. the reason I'm missing that, the phone That's call. true. The haptic, you might notice more. I found it's pretty light, but. Yeah, yeah I don't know if there's adjustment for that or not. Um, I am. I, I don't know. It, it's one of those combination. Now, I also have hearing aids that can link to either, you know, my, my phone, which I use on occasion. But if I don't have my hearing aids in, then all bets are off. So, um, you know, it's definitely a juggle. Um, there's also, you know, just having something attached to me rather than looking around mm -hmm the phone all the time gives you an so, added this is Sonia. Uh, yes ma'am yes i agree with that mary kate um i don't always want to have my phone on me even you know even if i'm at home especially when i'm at home uh just to have your watch and be in another room and then you can answer the phone or at least you know in your case at least know that you got a call it'll vibrate It'll, it'll give you vibrations, you know, you can set up how you get notified, but you know, you can hear it vibrating when you're getting a call, a uh, text message, and it's great when you're in an environment when you don't want people to know, oh, Pete's calling you, you know, so it'll, it's a real subtle, it's very subtle. Um, so, and then you can also use it to find your phone. Uh, there's a few little things, but um, it's, it's, I think it's a convenience and, uh, that, and also, I think for you, it would you know, help to get your notifications on a more regular prompt basis. Yeah. Thank you, Simone. That's exactly, um, you know, the calls I don't want to break my neck to get. Um, you know, that's probably most of it at this point. But then there's the medical um, alerts and different other things that um, for me in my life, you know, life. Um, I'm just trying to, I guess, justify by talking to people that are actually using using it with a combination of um, then, yeah. sight or hearing. Or One last point I would bring is there are a lot of Apple has really been focusing on bringing various health benefits to the watch. So you can, uh, I have like a really fast heart rate. You can, you know, see your heart rate and they're bringing all kinds of new features. If you're a person who works out, there are a lot of features uh, with, you know, you know, doing a workout and keeping track of that. We've talked about them in previous calls, but mm -hmm. you know, there are a lot of, uh, a lot of health benefits and, you can tell the time with the watch. So. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> Good point. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Great that's, points. That's um, something I've been, you know, well, you can see the time on your phone. And I'm like, you know, you're not getting it. And, um, but certainly fall alerts because, um, you know, that's a situation yeah. um, for all of us. Yeah. Sounds like you've got some good justifications there, Nancy Kate. This is Brad. Yeah. Go, Brad. Yeah, one thing before we move on. The watch does have a setting in it where you can 
adjust the whatever they call it the prominence of the haptics you can make them stronger or lighter and there is a way to make it have a a certain kind of really strong tap it does to alert you that a haptic notification is coming in so again there are so many um settings on this watch so um it's a great device i've had one since the very beginning and um love it so good hopefully you can convince them you need it there you go and you know you brought up and then this is a gps situation um again you know the times i'm using my cane not holding my watch we all know it's really hard to hold all that stuff and um so that's the other thing i'm hoping i don't know if it will stream into my hearing aids that might be a, a thing for my phone but there's a lot of experimentation um you know i have to be advocating for my own situation and, and i appreciate the, the feedback thank you you're Brad. certainly welcome nancy kate this is brad, brad thanks you as well <laughs> i'm sorry was that d go ahead yes it is Okay, I was just going to mention if you're trying to justify a reason for a watch, I went through that myself for a couple of years or more, and it all boiled down to the fact that I wanted a new toy. So that's when go. I realized that, and that's when I got mine. The irrational desire for something <laughs> new to play with. That's fine. Right. Absolutely. That's probably a reason why a lot of us have our phones to begin with, or a newer phone anyway. Yeah, probably okay. a new Thank it's you, Kathy. Yes, Kathy. Um, from somebody who has a watch, make sure you um, have set aside a lot of time to work with it and learn it. Because I've had a lot of trouble with, you know, I'd be, I'd be at the gym and wanting to go into exercise mode, but my volume was too low. And I couldn't figure out, I couldn't remember how do you turn the volume. And now I know you, have, you can go into the rotor or you can, you know, there's so many, they're slightly different than the phone. I've just had a really hard time learning all the stupid, stupid mm-hmm. <laughs> things, mm-hmm. you know, or I've been, you know, I wanted to use it for one thing, but then I couldn't remember the other thing or I'm trying, you know, it's, 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 uh, if you have, you know, it's, it's not just a real given, like, you know, the phones, you'll smoothly be able to use the watch. Right. right. Yeah. And if Sorry, you do I don't that, mean it, to be a negative. Nelly. No, I would, that's a good, a good uh, advice. Once you get it, if you do get it, then take the time and learn to use it properly. Optimize your purchase. All right. Thank you, Kathy. Who's got a fresh uh, question? Yes, oh. Pat. Go right. Go ahead, Pat. I just wanted to say I do have a friend that also has Usher syndrome, and she does like the convenience of the watch because it's, you know, on her wrist and the same thing. You know, if she's not by the phone, you know, she might not hear it ringing or get a notification, but if the watch is on her wrist. She will get the notification. She will alerts. She will get notifications. So she said it is very helpful. And I have not asked her if 
she can have her phone and watch both set up to her hearing aids, but I know all hearing aids are different. Maybe you could check with where you get your hearing aids to see how many devices you can connect to the hearing aids. Good, good point, Pat. Thank you. Does anybody just quickly have a watch and have it connected to their hearing aids? No. Okay. We would have heard before now. Well, thank you, Pat and Nancy Kate. Thanks a million. Good luck to you. Keep us posted. Who else has a fresh question for us? Moving right along. This is Karen. Hey, Karen. Hi. I had a notice today that my voicemail was full. Uh, if I ever missed that notification, how do you find out on your own the status of your voicemail? There we go. Can Who's you find got a... I'm sorry. I said, can you find out on your own? Or do you just have to wait for the phone to tell you? I have no idea. I've heard the notification and I know how to delete voice messages mm -hmm. when I do, but I don't know how to go in and find out how full your voice messages are or your storage. Yes, Anybody Brad. have a clue? Yes, Brad, go ahead. I would think, think for your voicemail to be full, you'd have to have a lot of them in there. Oh. Uh, unless you're not regularly checking your voicemail and deleting them once you've listened to them. Because uh, uh, I've certainly never got anything like that, but I've never had more than four or five in there at any, mm -hmm. any one time because I listen to them and then delete them. This is Karen. Yes, Karen. Yeah, I don't know. I check them sometimes. <laughs> I got, I don't know, maybe like 50 or something. I don't know. It's a lot in there. Yeah. I don't know that I've had that many, but I have had enough to get the notification. Yes, Pat. Um, People don't always realize you delete your messages in your voicemail. However, you can clear all your deleted messages because you need to do that as well. Mm -hmm. So it may be full because... You have a lot of voicemails and you have a lot of deleted voicemails. Deleted. So if you have not cleared all your deleted messages, that can be a problem. So you're saying, Pat, that those deleted voicemails still occupy your space and, have, and don't yes. really clear out the problem. Yes. Yeah, yes. good point. So if you go scroll to the bottom of your voicemail screen and if you swipe until you hear deleted messages you double tap on that and in the upper right hand corner there's a clear all button you double tap that and swipe down to clear all deleted messages. And that totally cleans out your deleted messages. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, oh, this is Karen. Yes, Karen. Thank you, Pat. I didn't know that. Yeah, that made, yeah excellent point, that. Pat. Thanks a million. Thank you. You're welcome. Who else another question for us? Come on. Go ahead. Um, so, of course, I know voiceover is meant to um, give us verbal um, instruction or I, I'm having a brain freeze right now, but it's supposed mm -hmm. to help us navigate the phone. But when I'm out in public, 
Um, like for instance, I was in the doctor's office and all of a sudden I just screamed out the person who was calling me, then it just started reading my voicemails. And I said, oh my goodness. Now, typically if I have my earbud in my ear, um, I can, you know, minimize that, I guess, to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't want to always have my earbud in my ear, or there may be some times where it may not be in my ear. There was actually a time where I had it in my ear and it still was screaming out loud uh, <laughs> in public. So is there like a subtle way where I can decrease that when I'm in public? Another way to get a notification um, without it spitting out to the whole room, uh, especially, my especially my messages? Yeah. Chris. Chris. Yes, Chris. You can go into notifications and turn off the speak preview. Speak preview. Okay. Thank this you. is Jody. Yeah, Jody. If you don't, if you don't want to turn that off, all you, all you have to do is just touch the screen with two tap the screen with two fingers, a single tap, two finger single tap, and that will stop the speech. And then two finger single tap will resume it. So if you just want to shut your phone off and from from yakking, just do a two finger uh, two finger single tap. Simone, I typically do that, but like if I'm in the midst of doing something, like today it caught me off, <laughs> caught me off guard. Mm -hmm. I, I, you can't get was, to it quick right, enough. I couldn't get to yeah. it. Yeah. Get to it. Yeah. 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 So that was the, uh, but thank you, because what if I didn't know that? So thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, this is Brad. Go, Brad. I'm not sure if this is what Chris was referring to. There's a setting in voiceover to turn it on so that it will speak all notifications. Uh, I have that turned off on mine because I do not want my notifications announced to the whole world, you know. Uh, so you can uh, go into voiceover settings and, and turn that off so it doesn't speak them out loud. And then there's also, this is very simple, uh, if you do not want the little message alert sound to happen sometimes, if you just flip that little switch on the side, that will mute ringers and alerts and it, it it can still vibrate if it's in your pocket or something but it will not make even the little alert sound if that's what you're trying to silence as well thank you i'll, I'll give you one more jamal uh, maybe the simplest of all is turn your vote your uh, speech off which is a three finger double tap on the screen that way you will hear the alert sound, the, the bing or the whistle or whatever you've got set for your sound, but it will not speak it. It actually turns voiceover speech off, not all of the clicks and all that, but, uh, and you can do that very quickly. And, you know, so say you get back in the, in the back in the doctor's office and you say, oh gosh, I don't have time to go into my settings and make all these changes. Do your three finger double tap twice on the screen and that will turn the speech off. And then you just do it a second time when you're out of the office or you're ready to hear uh, voiceover speak again. Uh, Simone, thank you. Perfect. Thank you. <clears throat> I'm using that a lot lately. This is okay. Ned. Yes, Ned. What you got? Yes. Uh, to follow up, I use uh, SIRI to turn sometimes my voiceover off mm -hmm. uh, rather than tapping or anything like that. I can just use her and she'll turn it off. Good point. Just uh, hold, press and hold your side button or say H-E-Y Siri and say, say turn voiceover off and that will turn it off completely. You won't hear any of the clicks and that kind of a thing. Okay, who's got a fresh question for us? 
This is D. Yes, D. Okay, Pete. I don't have a question, but I do have an answer to a question I asked last week. Okay. And I know Terry Ann was having the same issue. And I think maybe a couple others. So is mm-hmm. it okay if I clarify that? Absolutely. Go right ahead. Okay. Last week I was asking the question that sometimes I get the vibration on my arm, on my watch, telling me that I have a text message, but I don't always get the audible sound on my phone, which I kind of like having that on, you know, the phone. Mm -hmm. So I finally called Apple Accessibility, and they explained to me that that's the way it is set up to do. If the phone is locked, it assumes that you want the text message to come to your watch. And if the phone is unlocked, you will get the audible sound for a text message on your phone. Wow, how about Which that? made sense when they explained it. Mm-hmm. So I just thought I'd let you all know because I know Terry Ann was telling me she had that same issue last week. I remember she did. Okay. Well, thank yeah. you, Dave. Appreciate your follow-up on that. Anyone have any questions or comments on that? Well, okay. Other questions moving right along. Somebody we haven't heard from in a while. Don't be shy. This is Ned. Yes, Ned. I have a quick question. I use uh, Seeing AI uh, for short text or documents. Does Seeing AI do color? As a color identifier? Yes. I believe it does. Anybody know for sure? It's Chris. Pat. Heard Chris first. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, it does. Yeah, thought so. And how, this is Brad, Ned. Brad agree and Pat agree? I do agree, but Keep in mind for it to work well, you have to be in a very lighted area and still sometimes it does not match. But I a lot of times use the Be My Eyes app and I will have something together to say, does this match? And that way I think it's safer, (laughs) you know, in case they're wrong. But I have one of those newer light bulbs in my hall lights. And about 90% of the time under that light, they get it correct. But in other rooms where the light isn't as bright, a lot of times they do get the color wrong on seeing AI. This is Ned. Yeah, Ned. Yes, I do use Be My Eyes, but if I wanted to try color on Seeing Eyes, how would I find it? Seeing AI. Go ahead, Pat. Um, On Seeing AI, Seeing AI at the bottom of the screen, there's channels. So it usually comes on with short text. If you flip up, it'll say document. You flip up again, and 
you keep flipping until you hear color and that's where you find it. So when you hear color, you double tap it. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Pat. Brad, anything different? Or are you right yeah, on this? Yeah, uh, it's not necessary. Once you do like Pat said and flick up and you land on the channel that you um, are looking for, in this case, color, there's no need to double tap. You're there. Double tap I'll doesn't have. do anything. Good. But you can double tap if you want, just yeah, because it's good hurt. practice. But yeah. it's not necessary in my experience. And Ned. This is Jody. Go ahead, Jody. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, be aware, Ned, as you may have already been aware, that uh, I think color identifiers in general, whether it's seeing IA or any of the others that we've seen over the past 15 years, are notoriously um, unreliable. And I think that's just the nature of an artificial identifier and, and the lighting and things like that. So I think you're, uh, you know, the, the precision of such a, a detector is, is going to be questionable. So apparently seeing AI is pretty reliable, but none of them are totally reliable. Go ahead, Jody. I was going to say uh, one app that I really like, it, it, you know, you've got the same problem of it depends on your lighting, but the TapTapC app, uh, which is TapTapSEE, -E, uh, I find that's fairly accurate for identifying colors. And it'll even tell you, like, for example, I was holding up a shirt and it said, yellow and blue plaid shirt, a hand with a ring, because it even identified my hand holding up the shirt. So, you know, it, it's very good about color, but it also gives you good details about other features. Nancy Kate, question? Yeah, go ahead, Nancy. Oh, okay. I, um, I was wondering, um, obviously, clothes is uh, a color identifier. What, what other items have people... What else do you use color identifiers for? So it's this is Jody. Hard. Go ahead, Jody. I think I think she was wondering what what you use it for. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, sorry. Clothes. Okay. Yeah. In addition to clothes, clothes. Okay. and uh, uh, well, uh, I, I primarily I use it for clothes. I imagine you could use it for um, other products. You know, cans or or whatever. Although there's other there's better things for that um but i don't know that's a good pat. question <laughs> it's marie and pat okay um sometimes if i'm wrapping a gift or something i can check the color of the bag or tissue paper or wrapping paper mm -hmm. that i'm using but sometimes I will also use Be My Eyes for that. But color identifier ha really has to be in good lighting to be reliable. Under your so anything, you, you know, I've had <laughs> okay. different color pocket folders or something that I was sorting out to give one of each color to different kids or something mm. for back to school and you know i couldn't always tell one color from the other so i actually used the color identifier to try to figure out what there color of things i had i so, use it for my crayons yeah yeah <laughs> Hey, did you know that they have scented crayons now? 
No. Crayola <laughs> has scented crayons. Nice. I hate to see what brown smells like. Anyway, um, someone else had a question. Who, Marie, who chimed Marie in? Marie, go right ahead. Comment. Go ahead, Marie. Where'd she go? Marie? I was just going to say that I'm a crocheter and I use it all the time for my yarn, but I, I generally don't depend that heavily on any of the identifiers on the phone. I do use to be my eyes. If you really want to be accurate, call them. There you go. It's Great. Kathy. Yes, Kathy. And in the hotel, I've used it to see which is the caffeinated coffee versus decaf. With a color usually identifier? The, uh -huh. Yeah, usually one is green and one is red. Now I forgot which one. Yeah, there's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I do when I get into a motel room. I do not want decaf. Get rid of the decaf. Exactly. Green is decaf. I know it should uh, be go, but. Okay, uh, thank you. There you go. <laughs> Who else Asleep. has a question before we've got a little time before our halftime break? This is great. Thank you all. That was so fun. Yes, it was. Thank you, Nancy. Who else has a question? A fresh one. Simone. Simone? Yes, I have another one. <laughs> Go right ahead. Uh, I'm uh, noticing that when I'm on a call, when I'm getting another call, it's just saying incoming call. It's not... Um, announcing who the other caller is and they are in my phone right they are a contact because once I get off the current call and then I go to my call log I'll then hear um, you know that it was someone in my call log who it was right yeah so is there a reason why it's not announcing who the caller it just says incoming call incoming call right who wants to feel that uh, Jerry, Jerry from Vermont Hey, Jerry from Vermont. There are two Jerry's. How about that? Oh, what are the odds, okay. right? Uh, well, I don't know what the odds are, actually. But uh, I'll start, and then uh, Jerry, the other gentleman, can chime in or whatever. My thought was, do you have silent call invoked? You know, silence calls so that if you get a an incoming call, the spam or not what you want it to be, it's going to just go to your, your voicemail. And be, it's listed as a silent call when you when you go through your recents. No. No? No. Hmm. Then the other thing might be your sound volume. Your, if you have your sound volume separate from your, how, no, no, together with your volume control, it can sometimes turn down the sound to like zero if you down, turned your volume down. So but I think she said, Jerry, that she hears it say, but it only says incoming In call. It doesn't say any details about well, the number. Calling. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Am I right, Simone? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Huh. I don't Pat, know. I don't know. Go Pat, ahead. You've got an answer for us. Uh, yes, I'm not sure where, but in settings under voiceover, I think there is to... You have to turn something on to get the call waiting calls or something to announce the caller. I'll try to look in the okay. settings if somebody doesn't know where that this is. This is Brad. Yes, Bradford. It's in Siri and search, and there's a setting in there to announce calls. And then you tap on the button, 
and then there's several different cities. I got mine set to always. So, um, uh, Jerry, it'll, can you repeat that? That's again? what you want. Uh, you yes, Brad, go ahead and repeat that for Simone if you could. Under in settings, swipe to you here Siri and search. Mm-hmm. And once you're in there, as you swipe from left to right, you go down the list. There is a setting. It says announce calls. Okay. Uh, and if you, it's a button. And if you tap on the button, there's several different uh, settings in there. And I can't remember what they all are. Some of them are headphones, this or that. Anyway, uh, the top one is always. And I've got mine set to always announce incoming calls. It'll do it. If the phone rings, it'll also do it. If you're on a call and you get a call waiting call, it'll tell you who mm-hmm. it is. Uh, if it's in your contacts, it'll say the name. If it's not in the contacts, it will announce the number. The number. Outstanding. Okay. Sounds like your answer there, Simone. <laughs> yes, Jerry, what do you have to add? There's also one other thing. If you go into the phone settings where it says sounds, banners, put it to full screen. Because if you only have it at banners, it'll only come across, it'll only flip across. If you have it on full screen, you can swipe through and there's different options there. Like you can send them a text message that you're busy or you can, there's different things in there. Put it to full screen and that could be, that could uh, fix that problem too. So that would be again under settings, Simone, and then flick down to phone. And then you'll open up, double tap on that. You'll open up your various phone settings. And uh, Jerry says, then go to banners, alerts, the which is your types of notifications. And, and so, set it to full screen. This is, this is it, it's on full screen. Uh, oh, it is? That for me. Yeah, yeah. It's on full screen. Okay. Mm-hmm. But thank yeah, you, Jerry. It is on full, full screen. Brad, what do you have to add? Anything? I was going to say, it's not a notification. There's okay. two modes for the phone, full screen or... I can't remember what the other one is. They brought it. It came out. I don't a couple know, of iOSs ago, right? iOS 13, that. 14, yeah. 12, something like that. And it makes the phone when it just, it's just like a quarter screen banner or something like that, but it's mm-hmm. not a notification. It's just okay. how you want the phone to show. And mm-hmm. he's right. That probably won't show everything. Mm-hmm. So is it sounds it like Brad's answer is the way to go, Simone. Yes, Liz. Mine is, I've been, I've noticed that myself. And everything that you've mentioned so far is turned on. Mm-hmm. But if I'm like listening to a book or something, it will not, it'll just say incoming call. It will not tell me who it is or the phone number. And your Siri, Siri and alerts setting is as Brad described? Yes. Always. Yeah. Yes. I just yeah. went and looked. Mm-hmm. Mine's doing yeah, that just, too. This is Brad. I experienced the same thing. If I'm listening to a podcast or a bard book or something like that, you've got audio coming through and it it won't announce. Sometimes I don't even know I got a call because it's playing something. Okay. I've, I've noticed Jerry, that as well lot. when I'm in bard and I don't hear anything coming in on WhatsApp or even in my messages app. It's it's totally silent, and I, and I inadvertently stumble on it when I get out of the Bard book. Go ahead, Jerry. Now, um, what I was going to suggest is I, I have uh, a f- focus on when I'm in a Bard book or, or reading something, a podcast or whatever have you, and I will miss the calls then. But if, if I'm not in focus mode, I, 
you know, what Brad said is, is really accurate, that you won't miss them. So I don't know whether, whether folks have got focus on or forgot they said it or, or what, but that's always something to check if you're missing calls. You know? Okay. Uh, this uh, is Brad. Yes, sir. Just to clarify, no, I'm not using focus. And if I'm in a podcast or a Bard book, I do not get a notification that a, that a call has come in. So, okay. Um, I don't this know is if that's all the time or if I'm just missing them, but I don't tend to get them. Go ahead, Dot. And then we'll wind this yeah, question uh, up. I have, a, I have a related uh, question, kind of. Uh, Go ahead. Why? Why do people keep missing calls when they're on other app? But mine never does that. I never had that happen to me. I always got the call coming through, even though I'm on uh, YouTube or uh, or Bard or whatever have you. Uh, so what's the problem there? Any, just in case I have that in the future, how do I fix that? Oh, I think that's what we've been struggling with for the last yeah. five minutes. So we need to <laughs> but, um, examine your settings and figure my, out what your voice, settings are on. Yeah, my voice over always announced who is calling and uh, the the ring is always on. Um, whatever uh, audio playing at the time always stopped. Only hear, I only hear the ringtone and I know that's a phone call. Mm-hmm. So well, that therein so, lies the question. Dot. Good, good mm-hmm. point. That was Simone's mm-hmm. issue. She can't get. She uh, okay. So I don't know what point. I did. I don't know what my phone <laughs> automatically did, or you know something. I right. have no idea. Yeah, but I always Ready? hear to complain about that. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Mm. Sandia, how are we doing on time? I don't have my clock ready. Yes, you are right about there. Right about there. So why don't we curtail our uh, current questions and we will open up the platform to our uh, co-host, the ladybug herself. Okay, now welcome everybody. Thank you, Pete, for that wonderful first half. We are now going to say hello to anybody who didn't get to say hello the first time. Say your name, where you're from, and if this is your first time here. Who'd like to go? Scott. Hey, Dot. Welcome. I just joined. I'm still waiting for my ride. (laughs) Glad you're here from Southern California. Welcome. Yeah, right. Okay, keep going. Who else? Kathy from Tulsa. Hey, Kathy. Welcome. Okay. Anybody else? Mm-hmm. Hi, guys. Vanessa from Georgia. Hello, Miss Vanessa. Hey, Vanessa. Hello. This is David from Houston. David. David. Okay. Glad. Who else? Okay. All right. Well, welcome to those who joined and those who are shy. Oh, uh, this is the time when we're going to find out what our movie is. Our movie is Friday at 8 p.m. Central. The pre-movie social is at 7.30 where you have name that tune, all kinds of craziness, some jokes, and just, just hanging out and being kind of silly unlike our other calls, and then we have a discussion and movie, to, a trivia after the movie. It is an audio described tract only, no video. So with those inscrutable clues, our very own, 
Well, I don't know who it is, but let's see. Eyebug guy, are you out there? Let's drink. Tequila. With some lime. There you go. <laughs> A little salt around the edge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got it, guys. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. Michael's back. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. It's time for another big reveal of our Friday night movie this week. Looks like we've got a number of people on, so we want some new people guessing this week. What else? We got uh, some rules. You got to follow our rules. Rule number one, which you already know since you've been on the call. Don't just shout out the answer. Say your name, wait to be acknowledged, and then you can guess the title of the movie. Rule number two, you must get one guess per clue only. So that's the simple rule. So it's now time for He's <laughs> still going. <laughs> All right, let's get on the way. We have some great clues. Oh, we'll be, we'll be the judge of that. <laughs> Do you remember my uh, frog sidewinder? What? What? My, my my pet frog signwinder, the one that <laughs> has his uh, two right legs are shorter, <laughs> about half as short as they should be, and so every time he tries to hop, he hops <laughs> sideways and does a little spin. <laughs> He, he, like suffers, he, 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 he suffers from <laughs> reptile dysfunction. All right, all right, all right. Let's get oh, on with it. Okay, let's get it on. We'll keep going, guys. <laughs> Number one. Our film this week takes place around the globe. Ooh, that sounds like an old wild world of sports. Spanning the globe. <laughs> What's the rest of it? Bringing oh, you Howard sports. Cosell. I don't know. Go on. Keep the going. The thrill of victory. The thrill of victory. Yes. And the agony, the agony of defeat. The smelly feet. Okay. Let's get back to the clue. All right. Takes place around the globe. In the 1930s. Okay, so new people, you're going to unmute and then say your name and then give us a good guess or even a bad guess. This is Ed. 
Ed, go ahead, sir. Uh, around the world in 80 days. Around the world in 80 days is absolutely done, done, done. Not right tonight. But that is a very logical good guess. You will be rewarded. It's like a in, fortune cookie. It's not in here. the afterlife. Okay. <laughs> Any other guesses before we move on? We got lots of new people. It doesn't cost anything to guess except for... Your dignity. <laughs> Humiliation. True. <laughs> All right, here we go. For clue number two. <laughs> you go on. It is an out of body experience. A movie of glorious imagination and breakneck speed. Breakneck speed? Yes, breakneck speed. An out-of-body experience, a movie of glorious imagination and breakneck speed. Lots of crickets going on here. All right. I thought these yes. clues were supposed to be good. We're moving I, right I around. I have a guess. Okay, who's, who's that? that? Nancy. 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 Okay, Nancy. The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz. 1939. Well, Nancy, you know what they say. <laughs> Ignore <laughs> the man behind the curtain. <laughs> since you are so wrong. Oh. Good try, oh. Nancy. We'll see you down the yellow brick road. All right. Any other guesses? This is Greg. Oh, Greg's coming in hot. Has anybody guessed Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. You got to be careful how you pronounce that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Pete. That is so close, sort of. But not for tonight. Pete. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Ooh, that's pretty good, too, but not tonight. We're going to watch that one sometime in the near future. Mm -hmm. Hey, go on. Next Any time. other guesses before we move on to clue number three? Hurry up, hurry up. By the end of the movie. You will be breathless, dizzy, wrung out, and have a grin on your face. <laughs> By the end of the movie, you will be breathless, 
dizzy, just like Sidewinder. Run out <laughs> and have a grin on your face. Pete. Oh, man, I think we're going to stump them tonight. Oh, Pete, I heard you. Yeah, Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. I don't know where a grin on the face would come from. <laughs> Indiana Jones. That is another good guess. And it is absolutely ding, 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 ding. Yes, yes, yes. We have a winner. Way to go, Pete. All right. We are moving right along. Yes, we are watching the very first Indiana Jones movie and also the best one, winner for Academy Awards, of course, Mm -hmm. starring Charlton Heston. No, (laughs) Harrison Ford. Uh, What's that girl's name? I can't remember her name. But anyway, that other, that girl, that's they always have a girl in it. And... Oh, that's right. You got it. And some other people. Yeah. All right. Johnny, what do we have for our winner tonight? Oh, boy, I can't wait to give away this gift. I'm so excited for you, Pete. Ruh-roh. <laughs> it is your very own Python. And his name is George Michael. And he's rescued from the iBug moat. Oh. Your very own Python has been featured in previous hits by our very own Steamy Panini. So there you go. <laughs> Take tequila instead. Good night, Mr. McCullough. <laughs> Very good, Pete. Yeah. Oh, he's still here. Okay. I'm here. Yeah. Take it out, Mr. McCullough. <laughs> you I'm don't get a choice of gifts, peace. Pete. Beggars can't be Jews. <laughs> there you go. That's All right. right. Very good. Take care of my George and Michael. Okay, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> a big responsibility. How dare you eat or be eaten? Okay, here we there go. you go. You better hope he doesn't that he yep. does have reptiles. Beat him well. Here we go. All right, thank you very much. So, in case you missed it, the movie is Raiders of the Lost Ark from 1981. Come check it out. Lots of trivia this week because for that movie, there's a lot of good stuff. So, for you trivia buffs. There will be lots to discuss after the movie. Of course, the movie is very exciting. I've never seen it. So we will figure out if it's our cup of tea or not. So let's broaden our horizons. Okay, now it's the iBug Bite segment. Pete, are we ready? We are ready, Freddy. Oh, I know it's not Freddy, but okay, here we go.
Did you ever want to identify a song that was playing maybe in a store as you're walking through or you're in the car and you just wanted to quickly know what that song is and who is the artist? Well, here's a quick tip on how to do that. First, you need to go to your settings app and install the music recognition feature. We'll do that right now. Go to our settings app. Settings. Now down to Control Center. Control Center. Button. Open Control Center with a single finger double tap. Swipe down from the top right edge to open Control Center. Go to Included Items, the list of items that are already in your Control Center. Included Controls, Heading, Flashlight, Timer, Low Power Mode, Reorder Low Power Mode, Screen Recording, Stopwatch. If you don't see Music Recognition, keep flicking and you'll get to More Controls. More Controls. And this is a list of controls that can be added. Insert Alarm. Eventually you'll get to Music Recognition. Music Recognition. Music recognition. Double tap and it will be added. Once we've completed moving the music recognition feature into our control center, we're ready to go. There are two basic ways to use this feature. The first is to use it straight out of the control center. I have music selections that were sent to me via the WhatsApp messaging app. So let's use our music recognition feature on that. But first, a disclaimer. Once each song selection begins playing, we'll be in a fast-moving situation, so you won't necessarily hear me speak all of the steps that I'm taking. But that process will be simple. I will first touch in the status bar at the top of the screen, a three-finger swipe up to open the control center, a four-finger single tap to get to the bottom of that screen where my music recognition element resides, click to the left to get to the music recognition button, single finger double tap, and we'll wait a couple of seconds for the music recognition results. Here's our voice message and the tune. Audio message from Nixie, duration, two minutes, playing. Cellular. Control center. Airplane mode. Music recognition. Button. Selected. Music recognition. Music recognition, now, wouldn't it be nice? The Beach Boys, attachment. I apologize for the fluctuation in the music volumes, but the audio ducking played havoc with the recording. The second simple way to invoke the music recognition feature is to merely ask our friend Siri whenever there is music playing on our device or outside our device. I'll demonstrate with a couple of tunes that I have on my device. Here's our first tune. Hey Siri, what's this song? Listening. This sounds like Over the Rainbow by Eva Cassidy. I like demonstrating a feature while showcasing beautiful music. Here's our second selection. Hey Siri, name that tune. Listening. This sounds like scenes from an Italian restaurant by Billy Joel. White, a bottle of red, perhaps a bottle of rose. 
So just to sum this up, this is a very quick and easy way to identify music that you may be hearing either on your device or external to your device. You're walking through a store, a restaurant, and you hear music playing. You can simply go to your control center, double tap on the music recognition element, or you can just ask Siri to name that tune. Beautiful Pete, thank you so much. And that's one of my favorite songs. So we scored some more points there. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> Here we go. All right. So anybody have questions for Pete? Say your name and be recognized. Nancy Kate. Oh, this is oh, her real quick. Just a reminder, folks, we do not do raise. I see somebody has their hand right, raised. We do not do raised hand hands. Raised. Yeah. Um, Nancy Kate. Nancy Kate. Thank you. Um, you know, I have embraced going to the movie theater again, just working it out as I need to. Um, and there was a song playing in the lobby and someone had mentioned this. And so for you to back this up, I could have just asked Siri. Um, thank you. I am a huge, huge music fan and involved with social media for the Tucson Jazz Festival. So thank you. Well, good for you, and you're certainly welcome. It is a really handy feature, especially the Siri feature. Go ahead, Pat. Does it work with a headset or buds? Mm. I believe it does, as long as your phone can hear it. Yeah, I would think so, as long as your microphones are on. I think it, it uh, that wouldn't prevent it from from hearing and recognizing a tune. I honestly didn't try it. Gary, what you got? Yeah, uh now, when I and I do, I play with this all the time. Uh, when I do Control Center, uh, I uh, it will work with buds. Now Siri doesn't for me. Uh, I've had I've had less luck with Siri, even in uh, places I've been, just when I've done it, than with the, the Control Center that works ninety yeah. something percent of the time for me. And I just love doing everywhere I go. Yeah. I hear a song. I know. I usually catch it in a, like a department store and there's always music coming out of the ceiling. And uh, sometimes I'll hear a song. I don't recognize that. Or what is that? I want to know what that is. So why don't you give it a try and just, you know, summon Siri on your buds or your AirPods or whatever you've got. See if it works. I'm sorry. I didn't have a answer prepared for that one. This is Karen. Hey, Karen. Um, I don't really like Siri a lot. So doing that recognition, is there a way to put that on your home screen so you can get to it faster? Uh, there is an, an, another app. It's a third-party app. It's actually an Apple slash third-party app, and it's called uh, – what's this the is name Sonia. of that? Shazam. Yes, Shazam. Um, Shazam, thank you. Yeah. If it's still there. I don't know. If it's still there. I think Apple I kind that. of uh, partnered with them on on uh, on development. So uh, okay. you can you download go back and that. And that... Too. So if you want to hear some of those songs right. later, you can go back in Shazam and hear them. I didn't and, mean and that. Sometimes it even, no, that's all right. And sometimes it'll give you some more details, maybe the year yeah. and, and uh, you know the group or the uh, author or the writer of the song, that kind of a thing. But this is right in your control center. And, and if you put your, uh, your, uh, music recognition feature, as I did, I had it on the bottom row in my control center. If you put it up top, 
you know, it may be quicker to get to and easier. That's what I did. Yeah. Sure. Nancy Kate. Yes, Nancy Kate. Um, in looking at this control center, um, it shows me sound recognition. Is that the same thing in no. music recognition? Okay. No. So that's I that's love- for specific sounds like glass breaking or uh, an alarm going off or a telephone ringing that hard of hearing might uh, might want some sort of a notification. You know that there's that sound that they might not catch otherwise. But there is one for music recognition specifically. Okay, I'm not seeing it under my controls, but I've got a new phone coming, so I'll just wait until that gets here. But thank is you. It, are you in your settings under the control center? I, I I'm in control center right now. Because it may not be in control center, and that's what I did at the beginning of the recording. As I I went into settings, and then flicked down to the control center settings in the settings app on your phone. And then you'll see included items, and those are ones that are already in your control center, which is probably the ones you're seeing now. But then below that, you flick past them, and it will say additional um, items to be added. And then you'll see ones that are not in your control center currently, and that's where music recognition will likely be. Then just double tap on it, and it will add it to that control center. I found it. I accidentally erased it. So I'll work on that. Thank you. Yeah. Don't erase it. (laughs) Sharon. Hey, Sharon. Hey, can you just ask Siri if you, even if you don't put it in your control center, can you just ask Siri to name that tune? Yeah. Yes, you can. I don't know that you have to, you're wondering if you have to have it in your control center in order for Siri to work. I don't think so. I think Siri will do it anyway. Thank you. Yeah. Any others? Happy music listening. Or as somebody on my WhatsApp music group says, happy musicking. All right. Thank you, Pete. Okay, let's go. We now resume the question and answer portion of our call. So anybody who did not, did not have a turn to ask a question, we'd love to hear from you. Let's go. Anybody? Say your name, or I will start calling on you. We'd like to go. Questions? This is Terry. Go ahead. Um. I don't have a question, but I have a, a comment. Okay. Um, I uh, finally, finally got Hable updated. Um, it, it's a uh, a keyboard that you can use with your with your iDevices with your iPhone. I finally got it so that I can now use the app um, to update it. If you have uh, Hable prior to the uh, December update, you have to update it using a computer. But if you can get the update, and it wasn't easy for me to do, I have to say there were lots of glitches for me. Now that might not work happen for everybody, but if you can get updated to the 
to the January update, then you from then on can update your Hable um, using the Hable app that you, in theory, are supposed to get from the App Store. Unfortunately, it isn't wasn't showing up in the App Store for me, so I got it um, from somebody who already had it uh, had the app. So she sent it to me, and I was able to do it then. So there is now a July update. So for those of you who have the Hable keyboards, um, you want to go and look for the July update. And they are now also updating their um, their documentation, too, to reflect, you know, some of the newer features and that kind of thing. So I just wanted to bring that to people's attention. Thank you, Terry Ann. All right, next, who has a question? Kathy? I do have a question. I know you do. Go ahead. <laughs> How'd you know? How'd you know I was here? Right. <laughs> um, I can see you. <laughs> Get out of here. Stop looking at me. <laughs> um, so I was playing around with this karaoke app called Spule, Smule, something ridiculous like that. And the first time I got in, I was able to find a song. It actually had a link. It said the sing, so I double tapped and I and the song started and I sang and it recorded it and it was terrible. But um and I erased I don't think it. We can help you with that, Kathy. <laughs> well, my question is two things. So now I can't seem to do anything on it. Like I can't I found this, I looked for a song and I found it, but I, I'm not finding sing. It's got other things. Uh, and a lot of times it's just got button, button, button. Um, all right. And I'm not sure if anybody uses it. Is there, you know, any hints about operating it? And the other thing is, can I make a recording and then, um, you know, send it somewhere else, like send it out of the app? Okay, let's see. There are karaoke people. <laughs> They're dropping like flies. Herbie, you're our karaoke person. This is Herbie. Go, Herbie. I don't use the phone for karaoke, so. Um, oh, use the computer. Yes. Right. Um, I do know a couple people that use the Smule app. They're just not on here. Okay. Well. Okay. All um, right. We'll try to hunt them down and find out, Kathy. But they okay, do use well. it. Effectively, Herbie, or I know a couple of people that have. Like I said, I myself have not because I use okay. the, my Mac so completely for karaoke, so I don't use the phone at all for that um, okay. purpose. So, can I ask right. another sort of general question? Okay, go ahead. I'm not sure with these apps. I was thinking the tip trip tricky thing is to find the app that has the songs you want. Like if you you know you maybe like I like country songs and old stuff. And um, I wonder, is every isn't that one way to evaluate an app, or do they all kind of have the same songs? They all dipping from the same pool. Anybody? Karaoke selections apps. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, to, I'll... throw that out. Come back. Okay. Never mind. I have another question. 
Hold on. We'll come back and then you get another turn. Who's Again. got a new question? We'll come back to Kathy. Promise. Hi, it's Vanessa. Go ahead, Miss Vanessa. Okay. How do I, in iTunes, I know the um, iBook today is in iTunes, but I can't seem to, how do I get the latest ones? What's showing up is like from last year, December. So I don't know how to get the latest ones because it, it's always updated, I'm assuming. Okay, and this is your the beginning. I missed what you said, latest what, iTunes? <clears throat> I mean, at I, YouTube. Yeah, oh, Probably YouTube. YouTube. Okay. No, no, for iBug. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, you guys. But when I when I open it up, it's like an on old YouTube. Episode. No, on i in iTunes. In iTunes, okay. Well, they should be. Yeah. Uh, they are there under the you if you subscribe to the various podcast because each one has its own uh like you have ibug cafe ibug apple workshop um but they we should be pretty caught up on that so i'd have to go back and which one were you trying to listen to this is david well the late i have to remember there it's like (laughs) i don't know how to get to a new one okay david well i would recommend using the podcast app instead of itunes um I think I think it's primarily for things to purchase. Uh, my knowledge of it, there's not a lot of. I guess they do show some free content, but uh, and I did a demo of that in one of the iBug uh-huh. cafes. Think how to how to load uh, iBug into your Apple Podcast app and get all the different feeds. Absolutely. So yeah. So what he's referring to. Vanessa is the native podcast app and once you go in there uh, and it you would search for iBug and you would pick the one that you know that you want the cafe the buzz or whatever and then subscribe and then they pop in there as they come up so we I would try to find the I think that was a cafe no it's a workshop so it's a couple months ago I hope that Okay. Okay. Yeah. Or any of the other podcasting apps, but uh, podcast the the native podcast app seems to work for that. There's other options uh, if you want to try other podcasting apps. But okay. Pat, okay. Pat, is there a subscription charge for iBug Podcast? No, everything we do is free. That's what I figured. <laughs> I just thought I would ask. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Good question. That way you can say free. All right. Go ahead, Pete. I don't want to throw much at you, much more at you, Vanessa, but YouTube is also a good place to go for that. If you're familiar with using the YouTube app on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you, you can type in the search again, iBug today, and then you'll see a list of of different alternatives. It's all in a list. And one of them is home. And another one is uh, about, and I think it'll give you a little description of, you know, what iBug today is. But one of them says videos. No, no, mm-hmm. what is it? Uh, playlist. Channels. Channels, sorry. One of the choices channels. is channels. And then you will get a list of your channels. And each of these events that Sandia had just listed are different channels. The Buzz is a channel. 
Ibo Cafe is another channel. So you can look at each of them. And when they do, when you do display an individual channel like the iBug Buzz, they are yes. in date order. The most recent one is on the top. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's Thank a you. it's a matter of personal preference. Some people are like, yeah. uh, YouTube is complicated, and some people are like, podcasts it's hard to find them. So, whatever works for you, hopefully you can find it. And also, they're always available on our website under the podcast tab. You can go right there, and they are always there. All right, great okay. question, Vanessa. Okay, who's next? Nancy Kate. Go ahead. Um, you had mentioned freight, and I work with nonprofits and animal rescue myself. Nothing's free. Um, what are and I haven't researched it, but who are your sponsors for this? I'm impressed. Oh, we have you know some some donors. I mean, they're just we have we're not a big nonprofit, but we're uh, we're we're luckily have a few little grants that we get. And that's where our, and our people, our people, we have a fundraiser every spring and that is a big part of what we do. So well, thank you. Right. Thanks for the question. Okay. Me. Who's next? This is Jerry from Vermont. Jerry from Vermont. Go ahead. Uh, I, I, this is partly an iPhone question. I think, um, does anyone know whether the Alexa interface Sorry about that. The A-Lady interface on the <laughs> iPhone has changed because I can't seem to get um, my – I have two A-Lady I – have, I have one – two A-Lady dots, and I can't seem to get them to do what I want them to. And they're connected. You know, I can – like, I can't find – I can't establish routines properly on the iPhone so that I can connect them to my devices. Does anyone? Okay. So the question is using the Alexa app to control right. uh, these A-Lady devices. Anybody having yeah. any issues or you might have to come back on the Android call. Anybody have any thoughts? Having any problems like Jerry? This is Herbie. Go Herbie. Um, I haven't done anything with the routines, but I used the Alexa app a couple months ago to connect a, a new Echo Dot fifth generation, and I had no problems with it. So I don't don't recall any major interface like changes or whatever. Okay. I've, I've, um, what are you trying to? I'm a little bit confused. So are you trying to use the app for routines? Is that what you're? Well, I'm trying to use the app to connect routines set routines in my echo dots so that i can get up in the morning and say hey a lady start my day or hey a lady good morning okay i, I i've not done anything with routines but this um... is terry okay go ahead terry the answer is yes i uh <laughs> a couple of weeks ago thank you terry <laughs> yes had had a problem with routines uh trying to get them on on my phone to connect to my lady a devices so yes i think there is a problem okay Vermont, you. you have a problem okay jerry we'll <laughs> try to figure that one out hopefully it gets resolved and always come with the a lady questions to our android insight call which is on the third wednesday of every month okay uh, go ahead pat 
Um, can't you do the routines on the A lady itself? Well, we're not going to talk about the A lady <laughs> directly. Okay, well, here. <laughs> well I was we just going to say I don't <laughs> think you have to set them up on the app. I think you can set them up on the actual device. All right, there you go, Jerry. Okay, next new question, non A lady question, David. Uh, well, I had a question, but I just want to make one comment about the thing, uh -huh. um, the LA thing. I mean, I, I use the Google things, and sometimes I have to unplug them and kind of reset them, and they, they start acting funny. So you yeah. try that, just, you know, unplug for like 30 seconds, plug them back in, and then they might connect back. Because Google has a similar app, you know, to control them uh, for the iPhone. Okay. That's uh, Google Home or whatever. But uh, <clears throat> my question was, does anybody have a good experience or source for uh, like refurbished iPhones that are, you know, maybe a couple of generations old, but not super old, you know, like maybe a 12 or a, so series, like where you would best place to get one or Pete. <clears throat> Go ahead, Pete. Um, Amazon's a good one. You can specify what you want. Like if you don't want anything older than a 10 or an 11 or a 12, you could just go in and do your search for iPhone 12 Pro or something like that. It'll it'll search, and there's usually a pretty good variety to choose from. Okay, great. Marie. Go, Marie. Uh, actually, Amazon calls them renewed. They don't say refurbished. They say renewed, same thing. Okay. This is but you scary. can also get them on the Apple Store. You know they have refurbished, renewed. Okay, thank you, David. Next, who has a question? Let's go. Somebody else had a turn. This is Desi. Go, Desi. Um. Okay, there's there's a, a gesture that I think I must be doing wrong, and I've been using my iPhone since 2011, so it's not like I'm a novice at this, right? But okay, um, the, the one the one where you put your is it three fingers at the top of the screen to get your focus to go back up to the top? Okay, who knows the gesture to get the focus to the very top? Who would like to go? Somebody. This is Herbie. Oh, Herbie. Yeah, the focus gesture to go to the top of the screen is a four-finger single tap towards like the top of the screen. You are so okay. Close, Desi. So, so that's close. that. Yeah, right. But <laughs> um, but so when I have done that, and I think I have tried both three and four fingers, um, what will happen is it will jump up to the top for a second. And if I move my hand at all, it jumps back down to the middle where I was. I never seem to be able to get it to stay up there when I do that. Then does anybody have any thoughts about this is that? David. Oh, David. Uh, I often use another technique as you, you swipe, you um, back your finger up until you get to the top of the phone where you hear the, t the, the uh, time being announced and the double tap on the time where okay. it, when it announces the time and it jumps you to the top of the <clears throat> whatever app or screen you're on. I'm not sure about the jumping back to the middle part, if that's maybe you move your fingers too fast or something, but I that's the that's the technique I usually use because the forefinger is kind of tricky because sometimes you put three and you know a lot of fingers. To yeah, yeah. Well I haven't had it work very well for me, so thanks a lot for that. I appreciate that. 
All right, great question. Yeah, I agree. I like that time quickly getting to the top. I'm not good with the four finger single tap. This is Pete. Go Pete. You can do it from anywhere in the status bar, just to uh, elaborate a little. Any of those items up there in that status bar, whether it's time or your Wi-Fi or cellular or battery level, you know, percentage, just a single finger double tap takes you to the top. And it's very helpful if you're in a list, like if you're in your email inbox and you're way down and you got hundreds of emails like some of us do, um, instead of the four finger uh, single tap, which will just get you to the top of the screen display of whatever, wherever you are in your list, that will actually take you to the very top item in your list of emails or texts or, oh, yeah. Yeah. and it's a uh, very, very effective. All right. Thanks. Next new question. This is Jody. Go Jody. Yeah. I've got just another suggestion. You can also uh, assign a gesture that isn't being used go to your status bar or you can even uh, have the uh, back tap gestures uh, go directly to the status bar. So you go to accessibility uh, commands and then gestures and you can set it there or under touch controls you can set the uh, uh, the back tap. Shortcuts, yes. Shortcuts, Thank you, yeah. All right, next, your question. Let's go, let's go. Who hasn't had a turn? This is Gloria. Globus, Gloria, go ahead. This is probably a basic question. It's okay. But um, in my automatic, I have my automatic automatic update on, but yet when I get it, yet when the updates come, I still have to go to download and install. I thought it would just like automatically do it. Am I doing something wrong or? What a great question. Who would like to take that? Somebody who hasn't had a turn would like to help Gloria out. Like to hear from different people. Who has an idea? This is David. Go David. Um, <clears throat> well, that's, that, that happens to me as well. I, I, I guess I kind of get anxious and just go ahead and download and install it right away. I don't know if there's a timing, like it, it waits several weeks before it does the auto install, but it's never auto install for me, like within several days of it being released. Um, so I usually just go ahead and do the manual anyway, but uh, that would, that's a good question because I, I was wondering that myself sometimes if I have a problem, but um, that's it. <clears throat> automatic is not automatic okay go pat um i i don't know if you still have to have your phone in being charged when and it usually does the automatic updates in the middle of the night so i i do you plug your phone in to be charged or something at night so it will automatically download not always. Not always. Yeah, so I think maybe, sometimes it maybe. tells you that it has to be on its charger, at least 50% charged, or maybe I'm thinking of the Apple Watch, but yeah. <clears throat> this is Desi. Yeah, I think. Go, Desi. And I was also thinking that doesn't your screen have to be locked as well? 
when you have it plugged in and you're wanting it to do the automatic overnight updates? Okay. Oh, anybody? This is Terry. Go, Terry. Um, are we getting confused between uh, the Apple update of your phone versus um, the update of other apps on your <clears throat> phone? Because with the Apple update, you do have to have it plugged in and um, it has to be charged to at least 50% and the screen is locked and it does it in the middle of the night. Uh, if you're updating to whatever the, the latest Apple um, uh, update is, but if you're talking about other apps, some apps will update automatically and some won't. And it's been, I have mine set to automatic updates and I just never know unless I go into settings to find out which apps really have updated or are in the process of updating. I don't always know when they do it. Okay, yeah, it she just was asking happens. specifically about um, iOS, so yeah. Okay, very good. Okay. Who knows? Right. Okay, next, okay. good question, Thank Gloria. You. Thank you. <laughs> Who else? Who would like to go? Just trying to give everybody a chance. This is Helene. Go ahead. I don't know if it's a bug or it's it's or it's never been repaired, but um, Siri is still saying, you know, like, what do you want to know about so and so? Or oh, and gosh. I have to keep repeating. Um, and um, it just it's it's doing the same thing does anyone know if that's ever been repaired or is it something i can repair this is jody go jody i think what's happened is that the the uh, siri tone used to be two tones and it took say three seconds now with the new tone the new tone is only one second but i think you still have to wait those three seconds before you actually say something so you have to wait you, you hear the siri tone you have to wait a, a couple seconds and then ask. But what I find is if, if I say, you know, call so-and-so uh, and she says, well, what do you want to know about so-and-so? I just repeat. I would just repeat it and just say call so-and-so and, and then, then she gets it. But I think there's a, a longer delay now with Siri. And by the way, I, I just wanted to comment that you do have to set up the routines in the app for your uh, aid lady. You can you can activate them using the A Lady, but you have to set the routines up in the A Lady. I mean in the app. Okay. And Helene, if that doesn't work, yell really loud and that helps. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Because that's what I end up doing. Screaming, and nobody's very happy at that. This is okay. Desi. Go, Desi. Um, I just covered something that I think is very odd, and maybe somebody has a thought about this. Um, I changed my voice to the Ava Premium voice because I like that voice, and um, I just checked my time a couple of minutes ago because I actually have something to be at at nine o'clock, and it said <laughs> that my time was eight minutes and forty-seven seconds. Um, 
<laughs> I I know that's not right. I know this it's is Herbie. Eight, 847. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, I've actually, somebody else had mentioned this particular bug with the Ava voice and it doing that. So um, it's something to do with that voice. Okay, so I, I can. There's nothing I can do about it. We'll just say that and make me laugh every time. <laughs> okay, thanks, Desi. You're welcome. Right. Thank you. Who else? Who else? New person, or even if you've already asked one, you can come back. Michael. Yes, sir. So I'd like to share a little story about Sidewinder. About, no. Uh, actually, I shared this, uh, if you were on the mini buzz last Tuesday, but I thought there's a bigger audience here, so some folks would find it interesting. It's about using Find My. Uh, it's been uh, a little over a week and a half ago or so. I was in my uh, fitness center working out, and normally I wear my AirPods Pro 2s, and use the noise cancellation because they're playing loud music in there and it blocks most of that out. And then I can, you know, listen to a podcast or book or whatever else I want to listen to. But uh, a song came on that I liked and I wanted to listen to it. So I stuck, took the AirPods out and my case was over in my backpack over in a corner somewhere. So I just stuck them in my pocket, shorts pocket, and listened to the song and went about after that working out and kind of forgot I had my AirPods in my pocket until it was time to go. And so I reached into my pocket and lo and behold, no AirPods. So I uh, grabbed someone sighted and we walked back all through the different machines I was using, went into the restroom and could not find them. So I uh, immediately turned on Find My, since I have my AirPods on Find My. And of course, it saw the case. It said it was the cases with you. And the AirPods were somewhere in the building. But, uh, and I tried to, you know, send the uh, little buzz, but the AirPods little buzz is very low. And so it's very difficult to hear those unless you're in a pretty quiet space, like in your house where it's quiet and they just, you know, drop happen to drop on the floor somewhere in the same room. But uh, so I couldn't hear them and uh, I waited and checked again, probably in another 30 minutes. And lo and behold, my AirPods were now across the street. And across the street from the fitness center is a little strip center. And so I'm guessing the whoever had my AirPods decided to go shopping or lunch and then my ride came to take me home, and so I took off, and I kept uh, monitoring the Find My, and about, uh, you know, thirty another 30 minutes later, I saw my AirPods leaving that address from across the street and started moving north from where I was, and I kept watching every about every 15 minutes, and then they finally stopped about five miles from my house and I had the address and everything where the AirPods were and they just sat there and throughout the rest of the afternoon. Finally, I guess the uh, battery on the AirPods probably ran out and it just showed me the last location, uh, you know, saying it was 
both of them were five miles away. Actually, one of the AirPods probably had more battery because one of them went out like at four o'clock in the afternoon and the other one uh, didn't go out until probably 1030 because that was the last log time. But anyway, I knew where my AirPods were and I couldn't, uh, you know, whoever had them, obviously they can't use them because I have Find My turned on and they're connected to my iCloud account. So they're totally useless to whoever got them or if they're going to try to sell them or whatever they're going to do, they, they just can't do it. I was hoping somebody would at least put them in another charger and charge them up and then I could, you know, see where they are again. But that did ever happen. I've been kind of monitoring every few days. So anyway, my uh, AirPods Pro 2 are lost, gone, stolen, whatever. But Kathy. My, my, my works great. Yes, Kathy. Do you know any burly men who could go to the address <laughs> and say, uh, could I have those AirPods back? I had a friend who uh, had that happened with her phone and her son went to get them and they just handed them, you know, they just handed them over. <sighs> Yeah, I thought about that, and yeah, uh, I mean, I know some people, and actually a former cop and things that could probably do that, but uh, I haven't done that. I was hoping you can put a that, notice hoping, in the gym, you know, say. Yeah, I was hoping they would let, at least like bring them in and just turn them into the front desk, kind of anonymously, say they found them, and then. But I've been checking with the front desk every time I go up there. And they're none turned in, so you could offer a free mocha latte. <laughs> I did the the next uh, time I went and worked out. I did uh, uh did uh what did I, oh, I went over turned down the music turned down the radio and you know said excuse me does anyone live at and then I gave the address Ooh. or know anybody that lives at this address and a few people goes oh do you need a ride over there I go. <laughs> <laughs> well, sort of, but not right now. No, please anyway. don't try and go in there by yourself, okay? Yeah, probably not. Good idea. No. Yeah. This is this is Ed. Yeah, Ed. Um, if you have the address where they ended up, um, what if you went to your your club and you they have a membership? Um, possibly, you could uh, get them to. Uh, look in their membership file to see who is at that address. Yeah, and, and, and leave a message for them. The other yeah. thing is, is if is is there an app for looking up phone numbers to addresses rather than addresses to phone numbers? Uh, yeah, I mean, I could do a search on the address and get the name and all that. Yeah. You just phone the guy and laughingly say, "Well, I'll give you twenty bucks for it." I mean, that, you know, by now, if they sold them or whatever to some unsuspecting fool that didn't, you know, they could be who knows where across yeah. the country or whatever. This so. is Jody. Go ahead, Jody. Michael, Chuck Norris lives in Texas, right? <laughs> yeah, he's supposed to. <laughs> He'll help you get him back. <laughs> The yeah. repo man. <laughs> All right. Very good, Mr. McCulloch. But find my works great. That was my point of my story. So. What was the point? There was a point? Find, find my works great. Find my, my works great. Oh, yes. Find, yes. 
leave last course, time. It would be but... better if it would go get them for you. Yeah. Well, we don't. Mm-hmm. Not this is Texas. Do not try this at home. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. Very good. I'm sorry, Mr. Clark, because Mr. Clark lives with his ear pods in his ear, AirPods in his ear all the time, so it's pretty hard. Does Apple okay. Care replace them? Uh, they're beyond the Apple Care uh, time frame. Yeah, they're a couple. Apple of, doesn't care. Not a, not <laughs> an extended one, so an excuse to buy some new ones there. So, at uh, yeah. You know, in the Find My app, you can designate them as lost. And I think if someone tries to activate them, they probably won't activate if you have them done as lost. Yeah, yeah. And I've I've done that. And even if I didn't do that, just because it's on Find My and it's associated with my iCloud account, they can't get into them and use them at all. Right. That sounds very frustrating, but at least yeah. you can see where it is in the Stephanie lesson to definitely set all your devices with Find My. So now we are out of time. Pete, thank you so much for helping facilitate. Tonight. My pleasure. Enjoyed it. And we'll quick review. Good, good event tonight. Back Buzz from five to six. Uh, Thursday's iBug Trekkie Talk episodes 22 and 23 of the Next Generation Season 6. The movie is uh, the Lost uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark on Friday night at 8 p.m. And then iBug Unplugged. The uh, topic is odds and ends. We're not sure what that means, so come figure it out on Saturday at 8 p.m. And with that, we will say goodnight. We actually have another song, so if you want the song, hang around.